Hi, I'm Robin. And I'm Mara. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning Torah together and we're excited to learn with you. Hey, Ima, if I ever get to be an uncle and my sister has a twin boy and girl, I hope she names the girl Denise. What do you think she should name the boy? The nephew! <laughs> Today in Parshat Toldo, we'll be looking at a story about twins. So let's dive in. Here we go. In Parshat Toldot, Yitzchak and Rivka's family gets a lot more complicated. Rivka became pregnant. She felt a struggle inside her, and she went to ask God about it. God told Rivka, Two nations are within your womb. You'll give birth to two people, and they will struggle with each other for a long, long time. Rivka gave birth to twin boys, and even from the time they were born, they were very different from each other. The first twin, Asav, was reddish and covered in hair. The second, Yaakov, was born holding on to Asav's heel. As Yaakov and Asav grew up, they kept on being different from each other. Let's hear how the Torah describes them. We're going to hear the words of the Torah now. It's okay if you don't understand them all. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless you're cooking a stew. Then keep your eyes on the pot to make sure it doesn't burn. Ready? We're in the first aliyah. Vayigdilu hana'arim vayahi esav ish yodea tzayid ish sadeh Ve'yaakov ish tam yoshev ohalim vayehav yitzchak et esav kitzayid befiv Verivka ohevet et Yaakov. When the boys grew up, Asav became a skillful hunter, a man of the outdoors, and Yaakov was an uncomplicated man who sat in his tent. Yitzchak loved Asav because there was game in his mouth, and Rivka loved Yaakov. So, Ravi, let's let's think about this. There's some interesting family dynamics going on in this particular relationship here between parents and children. Many. Many. Say more about that. Um, I mean between Rivka and Yaakov and Yitzchak and Esav and Esav and Yaakov. It's very complicated. It's very complicated, right? So, because families are complicated things, mm-hmm. right? So... Can you think about someone that you are that you are friends with or that you're close with, but who's really different from you? Yes. Say more about that. Um, he's more interested in space than I am, but we're really good friends. So you have different interests than someone, but you're still really good friends with them. Mm-hmm. What about in a family? When you're really different from someone, could that lead to fighting or not getting along? Maybe. How do you think? Um... Like, you're like, sports is better. No animals is better. And then you're going back and forth, back and forth. And then you guys start getting into World War III. How could you avoid that when you're in situations with someone who has a different perspective than you or different interest than you? How do you, how do you avoid the, the fighting or the not getting along? You can tell them why you like that thing. And they can tell you why they like that thing. And see if 
you guys can both try to like the same thing. So then, like, one kid likes sports and animals, and the other kid likes animals and sports. Right. So even if you start with different interests, maybe you could you could somehow share them. I wonder what that would have looked like if Yaakov and Esav, as they were as they were growing up, shared their interests. And Esav said, "I really like hunting. Yaakov, why don't you come on outside with me, and I'll show you how to shoot this bow and arrow." And Yaakov said, "Esav, I I let me show you this really cozy area that I built in my tent. Will you come sit and snuggle with me?" How do you think their relationship would have looked different? Um, they'd be much more friendly to each other. I'm wondering if Rivka only loves Yaakov and Yitzchak only loves Esav, or is it just Rivka loves Yaakov more than Esav, but she still loves Esav? Oh, that's a good question. Because what the Hebrew tells us is Yitzchak loved Esav and Rivka loved Yaakov. But it doesn't say more in it. We just sort of are assuming that that's what it means. What do you think these psukim are trying to teach us? Um, maybe something about uh, just because you love one person doesn't mean you don't love other people. Right. Or I'm wondering... What does it mean to have to sometimes even work extra hard to love people who are really different from you or who have different interests than you? Mm-hmm. Maybe Yitzchak had to work really extra hard to find something in common with Esav. And do you think the thing that was that they that they shared in common was about Esav being a hunter and a man of the of the outdoors, or do you think that was something that was really different between Yitzchak and Esav? I don't know, because it doesn't really tell you about the childhood of Yitzchak, does it? No, but if you remember back, there's something pretty traumatic that happens in Yitzchak's childhood. Do you remember the story of, of the Akedah where Avraham takes his son Yitzchak and is told to sacrifice him? He doesn't end up doing that. Maybe Yitzchak likes Esav because since he's a hunter, if anybody tries to hurt Yitzchak again, he can shoot him with his bow and arrow. Oh, that Esav could be... A protector. A protector of, of Yitzchak? Yes. There's another piece that I'm thinking about, which connects to later in our Parsha about the blessing, right? Yitzchak and Rivka have two different ideas about who should get the special bracha, that special blessing. But what's the blessing even for? So Yitzchak's bracha is really about who's going to be the leader and the next one to kind of carry the family story forward. What kind of a leader do you think Esav would have been sort of continuing the family's story? A very proud, strong, let's do it kind of man. Those can be really important qualities in a leader. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Making decisions, being proud, being strong. And what about Yaakov, this uncomplicated man who sits in his tent? What kind of a leader will Yaakov be? He's going to be a very calm kind of guy. What do you think is the benefit of a calm leader? He's not yelling at you. Not yelling at you, right. Calm and steady helps other people be calm and steady. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's an important quality in a leader, too. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ima, I have a connection. 
Um, in the Star Wars movies, Luke is a very calm kind of person, and Anakin is very, like, powerful, give me all the power, ha-ha-ha kind of person, like Aesop. Ooh, interesting. So, in other families, right, you can find who the Yaakov-type characters are and who the Aesop-type characters are. Even in a made-up story. Right, and how does it how does it play out in Star Wars? Not well. For who? Anakin. Well, also Luke. Because in the seventh movie, he doesn't want to be part of the Force anymore. He doesn't want to have anything to do with the Force. So he goes and hides just like Yoda does in the Dugabah system. And then they have to try to find the map, and BB-8 has the other piece, and Rey goes to find Luke, and she wants to start training, and she finds his lightsaber. This is a very good example of us having different interests, and yet I still love you so, so much. Wow, Robbie, I loved learning with you today. And we can talk more about the Parsha with the rest of our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table? Um, why they think that the Torah gives a reason uh, why Yitzchak loves Esau, but not a reason for why Rivka loves Yaakov. Hmm. I wonder what the answers would be. Thank you so much for being part of our Torah time. Join us next week for Parsha Paitse. Until next Torah time.